everybody, and welcome to episode 425 of Good Luck High Five. That's right, you're listening to a podcast that's for you if you play Magic the Gathering. Whether you've been sitting at home playing by yourself for the last year, yep. as we are discussing on today's episode, or maybe you're just getting into it. Yeah, I'm one of your hosts, Maria. I'm another one of your hosts, Megan. And as Megan said on today's episode, we are celebrating, question mark, marking one year of pandemic magic. <laughs> that's right. We're just being like, huh, that happened. It sure did. Reflecting. That's the word reflecting. that we're reflecting. We're reflecting on a year of pandemic magic yeah, life. Because it has been just about exactly one year. Wild. Of playing magic in isolation. Wow. Okay, I'm going to save all my questions okay. for like when we we'll actually it. start talking about it because I it brings up a lot of you know it brings up a lot of absolutely there's <laughs> emotions so many memories and emotions and we're going to go through mm-hmm. all this stuff reminiscing in one way or another about everything that happened and you get to come along on the journey with us yeah uh, before we get into the show though uh, we've got some people to thank uh, for helping us support the show and making everything we do possible over on patreon.com slash glhf magic yes that's right thank you especially to joe Alexander, Timothy, and Michael, who became patrons since our last episode. Yeah, thank you so much, everybody. If you're a new patron, if you're somebody who supported us for a long time, or even if you're thinking about it, you can make today the day that you make a difference in our lives and the lives of everybody who listens to the show, actually, because you make it possible for us to do this show. If you are a patron, you are not only making what we do possible, but you're making other people listening to what we do possible. So if you want to change a life, consider becoming a patron today. I mean, you know, yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's a little bit of hyperbole, but not as much as it could be. Yeah. So thank you so much, everybody. You get access to great benefits, cool prizes for being patrons, and you get your name read out loud from our very own Minnesotan mouths. That's right. On the show. <laughs> thank you as well to Card Kingdom, cardkingdom.com slash GLHF, a wonderful place to go for all of your magic needs. Yeah, Time Spiral is releasing on uh, Friday the 19th, so if you want to order a box of that to play with your friends like over spell table using your webcams or if you're just like hey i'm one of those horrible people that just crack packs for fun Ah! oh my gosh you can buy it at card kingdom i guess it takes all types to make the world go around sure does and you can use our affiliate link cardkingdom.com slash glhf ask them for a sticker a token they'll throw it in your order for free that's right and they also make so much of our content possible by generously providing us with booster boxes or commander decks so that we can make those additional supplemental videos for you Speaking of supplemental videos, yeah. uh, we've got a pair of commander decks from them that we're going to make a video with. Ooh, yeah. And we've got a time spiral box to open. Ooh, and that video, I had to do some convincing, but <laughs> but we're going to do a very, very fun, very fun video for that. Yeah, so stay tuned. If you're not subbed to our YouTube channel, I highly encourage you to do so because this is where we put our extra videos every week. YouTube.com slash high 5 Hit subscribe and then hit the bell so you're notified so you can actually see when our videos come up. Yeah. Because some people because say... Because what is subscribing mm-hmm. besides saying that you don't wish to be notified about something? It so, makes so much sense, YouTube. Yes. Every time I subscribe to an email list, I'm like, <laughs> wow, I hope I never get notified when they send an email. <laughs> It's just a travesty. So please do those, both of those things. I'm sorry that you have to, but you do have to. It's not us. (laughs) 
it's YouTube. Someday they're going to realize that people have started saying both of them. Yeah. And then they're going to add like a yeah, third, third step. thing. So yeah. do it now while it's only two. <laughs> like, uh, so subscribe, notifications, and then you're going to have to tickle a pigeon. Yeah. So before you have to do that. Yeah. Because you're going to have to wash your hands like three times. A lot. <laughs> a lot. Pigeons are gross. Oh, man. I saw a pink pigeon the other day. What? Oh, do you want to hear a pigeon story really quick? Absolutely. Okay. I was in Paris with my family <laughs> a very long time ago, right? And this is like one of the very first like like big trips we'd ever taken as a family. Yeah. And I think I was early it was early in college for okay. me. Okay. So we're there over the holidays. Great. And we go to the Eiffel Tower and it's like windy and cold. And we just climb up the sets of stairs that you can go up. We don't go to the very, very top or anything. Okay. I think it was maybe too windy. Okay. But the coolest thing that I saw at the Eiffel Tower was there's like this long lawn, you know, on one <laughs> side of it where people are just hanging out. Being French. <laughs> Being French. And there's like all of these pigeons around because, right, people are like picnicking and stuff. And yeah. so people will feed them. And the pigeons are not afraid of people at all. And this like literal, literally this kid's got to be like five tops <laughs> goes running by with a pigeon in his hand. <laughs> he was like grabbing it. He was like grabbing its body and its wings what? were like half raised like the pigeon what? had not been afraid enough of this kid and the kid had grabbed it and the pigeon now was like <laughs> it was too late for it to get away and you see the kid run up to his parents and be like and the parents turn around and immediately are like <laughs> drop that bird down and he drops it and obviously the pigeon flies away I mean as a child is there anything more attractive than picking up a bird can you imagine it would be like the highlight of your young life if you caught a pigeon absolutely I remember birds would fly into my window at my childhood home and they'd be like stunned on the ground and I picked one up and my parents like put it down don't touch the bird disease bird yeah. disease yeah but I was all about touching oh, those birds it was so funny to me mostly it was the pigeons like half raised wings like obviously <laughs> it had just been messing it was like whatever it doesn't matter these people are here to feed me I don't yeah. need to be afraid of them yeah. and then this kid had just straight up grabbed this pigeon <laughs> and it was it was very surprised if you have any pigeon surprised. stories please tweet at us at GLHF magic with the hashtag pigeon gate <laughs> Well, everyone, it's time to remember one year of pandemic magic. Yes. You know, Maria, I think that the first thing that has come to people's minds as we hit this year yeah. is like, do you remember about a year ago when everyone was like, theaters were like, yeah. oh, we're closing for the weekend. We're closing for the weekend. Just to And then see. they're like, oh, we're closing for the rest of March. Yeah. I remember when the yeah. Guthrie, which is a very big theater here in town, um, like not only closed for the rest of the year, but announced like a very reduced season for 2021. Yeah. And everyone was like, that's melodramatic. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or like, totally. why, why do you need to do that? And it's like, here we are. And they they can't even do the reduced season that they had planned. No, no. For 2021. It's unbelievable. Like, yeah. what did we think? You know, like, I don't know what we thought. It'll be here, but then it'll just like disappear. Go away, I guess. Yes, like we thought that it would go away. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And you know what? Spoiler alert. It sure, did, sure didn't. Sure did not. I'm, um, if anything, uh, it was only here more. 
I remember the first iterations of being in a lockdown and here in Minnesota, it was especially like a thing. I'm not sure if other states did this right off the bat, but yep. it was like, you can't go out kind yep. of like it was stay like, at home orders, stay at home orders here in Minnesota. And, um, I had a lot of fun at the beginning of that <laughs> situation. <laughs> wow. Because it was like a new and novel thing that everybody was in together. Like we're all doing this together. We're all locked inside our homes. It's new. It's different. Yeah. Um, we're connecting on zoom for the first time. Wow. Which is t- totally new experience. Yeah. Remember when all zoom was a new thing. Yep. Zoom was a new thing. Now zoom is the oldest thing that exists. <laughs> yes. Now everyone hates it. But back then we're like, Oh, we're doing, you know, quarantine parties. So we would yeah. like craft over zoom together. We play games over zoom together, which we still do. Yeah. But back then it was like very new and yes. novel. So I have very happy memories of sitting there. I had bought a light that projects like a galaxy onto your ceiling. Oh, yeah. Cause I'm like, I'm going to be trapped in my office all the time. I'm going to make it like ambient and nice. And I, I turned on my galaxy light. I would like drink my Welsh whiskey and play like magic or something. Yeah. You know, and like I have those times I have extremely happy memories of, which is so <laughs> bizarre it is very bizarre because by now the charm has disappeared entirely yes. it is evaporated <laughs> it is evaporated and then it's yeah i don't know it's also been like you know charred yeah charred it's gone gangrene uh, it is very very gone for sure you know about this time last year is when magic was like we are canceling all events yes for the foreseeable future and that is one of the not happy memories oh yeah because we were like Oh, that's like, oh, that's that's a lot of our income. That's our jobs. That is our jobs. And they're like, yeah, sorry. We just, we can't do this. And yeah, we are like, obviously, of course they can't. You can't be mad at them for being like, hey, we're canceling this stuff. Like people can't get together. How are you supposed to get international people here? Like that's not, none of that's happening. None of that's happening. Uh, And I remember talking on the podcast back then about this. Like it was very emotional for us. Like I remember crying when I learned all these events were canceled because I'm like, what are we literally, what are we going to do for money? Yeah. Um, And because the podcast and stuff is part of our income, of course, but it's, you know, kind of a smaller chunk compared to everything else. And today I was reminded in my Facebook memories that (laughs) today is the day when I asked people online, like I tweeted this out. I'm like, hey, do you want to buy a painting from me? (laughs) (laughs) And, um, uh, yeah. yeah, like I, I was just like, I don't know what to do. I guess I'll charge people some money for wild. a painting and to your like listeners credit. You came through yeah. a lot of people bought them for me. Thank yeah. you. And a lot of people became patrons of, yes, of the show absolutely. about this time last year, which yeah. was really wonderful. Yeah. Um, it was, wow. Yeah. That part I remember, I don't know that I cried. I was just like shell shocked. Yeah. Yeah. Shell shocked. Like, oh. Like, I remember expecting it, like, oh, this is probably going to happen. But then when it actually did happen. Yeah, you're like, you're like, oh, "Oh, this is this is real. Okay. And to Wizards of the Coast credit, they created some shows to help people like kind of stay in work. Yeah. Um, I worked on the Magic Minute for a while. Yep. The Magic Minute that was hosted by Becca. Yeah. That was a fun time. Yeah, and I, w- I was on the, what do we call it? The, oh my gosh. Oh yeah, like the Friday debate show. I can't remember the name of which it. Which could have been the name. Uh, why can't I remember the name of it a year later? Hot Take Friday. Hot <laughs> Take Friday. I wish that the, what I it was wish actually that it called. I wish that had been called Hot Take Friday. <laughs> and we just talked about Standard and yeah. like what what new decks were happening that week and stuff. Yeah. With Corey and Cedric. It was a great time. And Riley, like I thought that show was really cool. Yeah. But it didn't gain the traction I think that it probably needed to stay yeah, uh, a show that they paid for. Oh man, I think you know. Obviously, there are lots of 
problems that people have with Wizards of the Coast, depending on how they handle different things sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I will say that, like, them creating those sets of shows. They did not have to do that. No. <laughs> by any stretch of the imagination. No. And so that was, like, definitely something that stuck with me in terms of being like, okay. Yeah. Like, I feel supported in this job, even though I'm only a contractor. Yeah. Which is very nice. Yeah. That was great. Marshall had his limited show that he did every yeah. week. I miss those shows, honestly. Yeah. That was great. So, you know, maybe one day wow. they'll come back. Yeah. Do you know what I was also thinking of yesterday? So I was like making the list of stuff that happened. Yeah. And the Aquaria pre-release was the first one that was a pandemic pre-release where we ordered them from Lodestone, our local yes, game store. Yes, you're right. And we built them online and played them against each other and yeah. Nicholas, our board game review That's guy. That's right. And the thing is, is that I was like, was Theros Beyond Death before or after that? And the answer is it was before. And so I know that we went to the in-store pre-release I have literally no memory of it. We, yeah, we definitely did. Like, I know that it happened. I remember, like, I know for certain that I went. I cannot remember the event at all. This was a set with Cura Bessa Sea God in it, right? Yes. Because that was my, that was one of my rares, and Dream Trawler was my other rare. Wow. Wait, Dream Trawler's not from that set. What am I remembering? I don't know. <laughs> Well, it's some pre-release. Is Dream Trawler from? No, it's not. What is Dream Trawler even from? I had dream. I had Dream Trawler, everybody, which, as you may know, is completely busted. It is. Uh, and oh my gosh, it is from Theros Beyond Death. Yeah, I feel crazy. So my pre-release pool had Dream Trawler and Cure Best to Sea God, and if you oh. don't know, that equals a very good pre-release pool. That is. And you were not at the pre-release I was at because I went to. Um, Oh, that's right. We went to different ones. Yep. We had to go to different ones. And I went to um, not Lodestone. Yes. For my event. Whereas I, like I said, it's so wild. I could not tell you what my rares were. I could not tell you what I built. Yeah. I could not tell you what my record was at any point during the day. Wow. Pandemic erasure. No memory of it. The memory's gone. At all. Yeah. I mean, it's, I have a very small memory of it. Wow. But yeah, that's what it was. Maybe if I had Cure Best to see, you would remember. I mean, I bet my pool was not exciting because I would remember that. Yeah. I played at Tower Games in Minneapolis. Also a good store. I just can't remember it at all. Anyways. And I do feel like that's like pandemic, like pandemic mind. uh, Yeah. It's real. My memory got pandemic erased. So we had the Aquaria pre-release at home. Yep. Which was one where I was like, it was fun, but I was bummed to be at home. Can you imagine how fun Aquaria would have been? Oh, it would have been pre-release so great. With all of like the cool cards. I know. I love all of the Godzilla cards. And, you know, doing our cool mutate shenanigans. Oh, uh, we, ha- Maria, we have never physically mutated a card. That is so weird to Isn't think about. Isn't that wild? That's so weird. We have We've never, never done it. Physically mutated. mutated a <laughs> I've mutated in this pandemic, but yeah, I, I haven't mutated have a card. Also. No. Isn't like that's a huge mechanic. Well, I know how to do it. Like a very cool mechanic. Yeah. But it is something that we've never done in paper. Yeah. Which is just completely wild. Um, our, the, my memory of this Ikoria pre-release is when we, we had the decks and paper and then we built them and, tr- and put them on arena, yeah. um, and played each other, which you can watch the videos on our YouTube channel, by the way, which are pretty fun. Yeah. And, um, I was playing in a, in our second office versus Nicholas. Oh yeah. We moved offices twice during this We pandemic. did move offices twice. The, the second one flooded. Yes. <laughs> the one in the middle. The one in the middle. The flooded. one that we're not in now. And burned down. 
The first one that we moved into flooded and burned down. Fun times. So we were in it for really not a good long time. time. No, not we were a long not. Time. But one of those times I was playing Nicholas. In luckily, we Fields. had enough stuff in there to get ruined. I didn't mean luckily. <laughs> I, unluckily. Unluckily. In fact, is what you Even meant. Even though we weren't in there for very long, there still was a lot of stuff that could get very right. wet yep. and then no longer function. <laughs> well... Uh, I mean, when you think back about it, can you believe that we moved offices twice in this pandemic? No. Next question. I mean, it's just unreal to think about. Yeah. Oh, I look, I was like scrolling through photos because one thing that has, that I have done during this pandemic is get a lot of plants. Oh, plants. Yeah. Very yeah. into plants now. Um, and I so almost I was thought like, you said pants and I was like, I have that too. no more pants. Um, <laughs> I feel like I've bought cool pants, but I haven't had enough time to wear them. Wait, that brings me to another thought, but we have to get there in okay, a minute. Okay, 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 okay. One at a time. One at a time. I was scrolling back to look at my plants from a year ago just to be kind of like, hey, I wonder like what how, plants how are they I doing? Have? Oh, <laughs> I want to feel like they've how grown. they grown. Exactly. Okay. Um, and I was scrolling back and I looked at photos from that second office. Yeah. And I was just like. That happened. It happened. It happened for the hottest second the of all time. The hottest second. Yeah. And it was so cool. Like this office is also, this office is amazing. Yeah. Um, it does have some benefits that that one did not. But that one was also really gorgeous. It was really pretty. It was really pretty. Do y'all remember that office? Like. You never saw it. I mean. You maybe did, in some photos. In some photos. Maybe in a couple of photos when but we were we like, never, this is where we're moving. We never recorded a show out of there. Literally never. Yeah. That was how fast we, I mean, like we were excited to get a new place during the pandemic. Like it was just like great that we were able to mm -hmm. move. And then of course the flood happened and the burning <laughs> and we had to move again. But yeah, like moving two different times. <sighs> moving sucks, everybody. You know that. Yes. Moving during a pandemic, if you've done it, you understand. Ugh. That suckage is increased by at least 70%. It's very sucky. And then moving out of a completely flooded, burnt out office adds another 40% of suckiness. I know I'm over oh, like man. 100 at this point. And like we also had to sweep all the water out. Do you remember when we yes. swept all the water out? We had to sweep the water out of our we office. We swept the water out and... It swept into the freight elevator, yep. which was already broken. Mm -hmm. And so, like, the you know, it had been broken in the fire slash other flooding. Yeah. Um, and it, like, we couldn't get so much of our stuff out. No. Because, because it needs to go down an elevator. not go down this freight elevator anymore. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. And so, like, I just recall this period of time being so, like, um, emotionally exhausted and yeah. also physically from moving from a gross flooded out disgusting office as quickly as possible which yeah. was molding it to was molding finding a new space moving everything into this new space like that is a lot of things to happen yes and happening during the pandemic which gives it kind of a yes. weird dreamlike quality of, exactly. of its occurrence wow because nothing else was going on no so anyway that's like tangentially magic related but you know 100% related to our lives so yeah <sighs> Ooh. and then there were all those months that we were recording from home yes and recording yeah in isolation absolutely you know I hate recording from home it's not um, I do not like it it's not as good I know no. a lot of podcasts do it like as that's their yeah that's how they do it. like limited resources yeah. every you know Marshall and LSV don't live in the same city and they record no. over Skype and I think a lot of people do this Power um, to them, but it is just not my thing. Like I can't, just can't sit there like looking at my computer screen the whole time. Yeah, I think there's. I'm just. I mean, like being in person, 
I think especially for a show like ours, being able to interact Mm -hmm. (laughs) in a human meat space is like uh, very key key yeah. <laughs> to our rapport, if you will. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That was rough. Um, and then you're like, I'm on. gonna say something. Oh no, you're talking. Uh, I, I uh, zoom. Uh, but uh, uh, uh. <laughs> uh, um, but moving on to happier yeah. things. Um, the pandemic was the instance of Maria's Mythic Month. Ah, oh, Maria's Mythic Month. Do y'all remember this? I was gonna do this last month too, but then it. You know, I didn't because there was a lot of sealed to be played. I was going to say, there was a lot of sealed. uh, But yeah, I, (laughs) I was at home and one of my, and one of like my starlight was on the ceiling Mm -hmm. and I was like, I I got this Rakdos Knights deck. Yeah. Feet. Ember cleave, and I was like, I think this is the moment that I can play this to me. It might have been Mardu. I think it had like youthful. Ah, uh, you're right. Yeah, you're right. right. It was Mardu. Yep. Um, and then I was just like, in best of one cues, and I. Remember texting Megan? I'm like, I think I can do this tonight. I think I can make Mythic. And just to be clear, it was like 11 p.m. when yeah. Maria texted me that. I was like, <laughs> I think this is the moment. This deck is really good at this specific pinpoint in history. It wasn't like 7 p.m. and Maria's like, hop it on to try and go Mythic. It was like 11 p.m. and Maria's like, I think I'm going to get there. I think I can do it. And like, I had found this deck, I think from Riley, who had been playing it. And I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, let's go. And, uh, I was at maybe I'm the last stage of platinum. I don't even think yeah. I was diamond. And I made the run from diamond whatever to mythic in like four hours. Whew. I lost, I think, two games. Wow. And That's just like it was so intense, everybody. <laughs> so intense. Because if you want to make mythic any month, like you can probably do it yeah. if you have enough time. Yeah. But that's a month. <laughs> and I did it in like four hours. Because I did not stop. Yep. I kept going and... uh, And sometimes it's having the right deck in that moment. Yes, it was the right deck for the exact... I was like, I have to do it tonight because tomorrow people are going to know about this deck and it'll be be too late. It'll be too late. And the next day I woke up with an extreme arm pain. (laughs) It's like an extreme magic hangover. (laughs) Yep, magic hangover from holding my hand like this and clicking my mouse. (sighs) But yeah, I did it. My mythic month. That was pretty great. It was great. That was very cool. And once you end up in Mythic, like then all bets are off. People are playing really weird stuff because they don't care anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. I think. um, Yeah, that's wild. I think we were helped also through the pandemic, like the experience of it by there were some like excellent drafts that came along. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because we had Zendikar Rising. Great. We loved it. Like Zendikar Rising. Excellent draft. Yeah, great so time. Good. Um, anytime that comes up as one of the drafts that you can do, I'll still hop in and go back and do it. Because Absolutely. it is so much fun. Um, and then Amonkhet Remastered. Oh, yeah. Which was just not a draft for long enough. We love that, too. I would do too. it more. Yeah. It was so good. That draft was just excellent. Yeah, really, really fun. Yeah. So I think those definitely helped me a lot. Oh, for sure. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Even access to having arena available during this pandemic. Like, Thank goodness. Has been such a lifesaver. <sighs> um, I mean, when you can't go out, you can't see your friends, you mm-hmm. can't do what you normally would do in a day to have some of that time occupied by something that like brings you joy is like invaluable. I feel sorry for people who don't play magic during a pandemic. You heard it. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, for real. And these formats being good is so, so, so cool. Yeah. Um, 
these draft formats, like we've mentioned on, on the show before, ha- they've been knocking them out of the park the past yeah. few sets. I yep. mean, compared, if you want to compare it to the few that have come before it, even you can see the difference. Yeah. Like they're bringing back, we mentioned on the upkeep today that um, War of the Spark draft is coming back to premiere. Yep. And like, I'll probably do it once yeah, just for, for nostalgia's sure. sake. But like, I don't want to spend my time drafting War of the Spark. It was fine. But why would I do that when I can draft like call time? Yeah. I mean, the, just the how how quickly things have improved even yeah like so if, if you're a newer player just know that we are living in a golden age of draft right oh, now we really are it's so true it's pretty cool it's pretty cool although kaladesh remastered kaladesh yeah. kaladesh yeah um it did not not quite as good as no, i kid for me there but megan when you're like thinking back on like the pandemic and mm-hmm. magic and everything what to you is like something that you know, five years from now, you will sit there and think, this is the memory I have of pandemic magic. I think for me, it's this, it's that um, during this pandemic, I eventually got into the routine of every morning um, I get up, um, I FaceTime my friend Pam. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I make coffee and like make breakfast and then I sit down and I play magic for an hour. Yeah. So you started a new routine. Yeah. Which is like something that I've never done like i played a lot of magic obviously yeah but i didn't play every single day yeah um it wasn't and it was more like oh do you know what i have like a little bit of extra time right now i'll play magic i'll I'll play some magic but it's just been such a nice thing to be able to wake up and be like do you know what i'm gonna go play magic yeah (laughs) yeah absolutely it's a great way to start the day exactly and like especially when you're in this place where nothing is changing it like activates your brain gets it moving in a way when when you're just inside your house that can sometimes be a little bit challenging it's like kind of fun yep um i mean it is fun (laughs) magic kind of fun you heard it here first good luck high five copyright 2021 Oh, kind of fun. <laughs> no regrets. I said what I said. You know, something that we haven't touched on too is the pandemic moving all of these tournaments, these big tournaments online only. Yes. I mean, I think when a lot of people think of the pandemic's impact on magic, that's what it is. Yeah, for sure. I mean, this brings up so many questions, but yeah. So we've got big tournaments like the championship tournaments yeah. happening and they're done all online. Yeah. Completely new. Yeah. Not um, only do we have like the tournaments changing, but like it also complete right. We ended up with the 2020 partial season. Yes. As a result. Yeah. Because they were just like, what do we do with this year that like. This was supposed to be this big kickoff of the yes. MPL and rivals. Oh, it really was. And now. And now it was just kind of like them being like, ah, oh, no. what do we do? Yeah. yeah. And so big tournaments online, smaller tournaments like the SCG circuit, mm-hmm. all now happening online, mm-hmm. which I think gives more people access to it. If they want to play it, they don't yeah. have to go to a different city, fly out there, pay for a plane, a hotel, etc. Yeah. Um, and then, I mean, same for us who work in coverage. We're not flying to somewhere to yeah. do a big show, just sitting at home. I think. When like right, shout out to a lot of the like Star City Games and Channel Fireball, MTG and, Melee, and Melee is a big one that have made it possible that adapted really quicker than 
is reasonable to expect. I agree. Right? If you think about the kinds of changes that these places went through in such a short frame of time to be like, we're going to make it possible for people to play competitive magic online. Yeah. And they're not just going to have to do it through the arena qualifier every month. Right. Or like grinding the ladder. We're going to make it so that they have all of these other avenues, kind of like they did with Paper Magic. Right. That's a huge pivot to make. It's Oh, it absolutely is. But they just did it with like as much kind of like you know, grace as they could, yeah. like grace and speed. Um, just like Apollo Anton Ono. What a ref, like, where did I that mean, like, I come from? I haven't thought about Apollo Ono for quite a while. <laughs> Despite having one of my favorite names in the history of sports. Like really excellent. Number, really number excellent one name. Do you know me. why I was thinking about it? Why? Because I, yesterday I bought myself a pair of rollerblades. <laughs> I'm very yeah. excited. I mean, there you go. You're going to be the new Apollo. Yeah, except not on ice. Just on the road. On ground. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, blast from the past. It really was. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people will ask questions like, you know, like we don't know the answer to these. What are, What's going to happen in the future? Who knows? Are we going to continue doing tournaments online? Are we going to do some weird kind of hybrid? Who knows? I would kind of imagine it ends up being some kind of hybrid. Yes, because I will say, um, right there's there's like two aspects to this. One, I do feel bad for all the people who are like, I qualified for my first big event, yeah, and then it got moved online, yeah. Um, I like I I sympathize so much with like having that goal for such a long time yeah, for and sure. then finally achieving it and having some of like what feels like the prestige or part of the experience kind of eroded away. Cause let's get real playing online is great for creature comforts for a lot of reasons, Yes, but it will never replace the experience of playing in person. Exactly. Of like flying to a cool city that you've yeah. never been to or flying to Cleveland, whatever. <laughs> uh, let's be birds, real y'all. Sometimes that's where it is. <laughs> and getting to hang out with all of these people. Yeah. Um, and having a great time. But there is also part of me that is also like, hey, I'm really sorry that that happened. I need you to have some perspective about the fact that we are now one year into a global pandemic. Yeah. That has. Hey, man. That has literally completely changed the shape of the world. I think we've <laughs> we've all made some kind of weird sacrifice because yes. of this, right? Absolutely. Sometimes not weird, but just a sacrifice. Just a normal one. Just a regular. Yeah. Just a regular sacrifice. And this is like we're all we've all been touched in different ways. And uh, yeah. I mean, I just I think that this pandemic, you know, has done so many terrible things, obviously, but yeah. will have positive outcomes. Yes. And that's what I was saying. Like, so the other fork of it for me or like the other prong is like, I will be honest I don't want to go back to traveling as much as we did. I mean, maybe we won't have to. I hope not because it was, it was a lot. A lot. It was exhausting. Yeah. When I work from home from these tournaments, I get to sit in front of my window. Yeah. I see the outside. You're you know, not locked like, in a convention center. <laughs> I'm not locked in a convention center in a literal in the literal dark. In the cold. It's a literal. As well. It's cold and dark yep. the whole time. <laughs> Yes, accurate. And then I have to go to a hotel room. Yep. Like I get to be home. I get to see my cat. I get to oh, like yeah. cook my it's own huge. food. I get to see, you know, my friends or my partner. Yep. Like th that evening, it is a huge difference in quality of life for me. And yep. I don't like sometimes I get a little afraid thinking of it. I'm like, do I think I could go back to a life where I was traveling once a month? I honestly don't think that I can. Sometimes you're traveling three times a month. Yes. 
Yeah, once a month at like the low end. Once the low end. And I, yeah, I think for me, it's it's huge too because I would get sick a lot Yeah, from traveling. I guess my immune system is kind of really bad, but <laughs> who knows? From being in convention centers and planes. And planes. Yeah. Yeah, so for me, like I had decided right before the pandemic ended that I would not do three events back to back to back again because I yeah, physically, yeah. I was just sick at the yeah. end of it. And then I would take maybe a week to get better. And so right at the end of the pandemic, I was like, I can't do three in a row anymore. Like I can do two and that's okay, Mm -hmm. but I cannot do three. And um, yeah, so I don't know what will happen. I assume whenever we come back to in-person stuff, it's going to be a very slow turnover. And, you know, I I have no clue. Like we have international players. Like what is that going to mean? Yeah. What does it mean for, yeah, right now? What does international travel look like right now? So, (laughs) you know, are we going to have this kind of weird hybrid system? Mm -hmm. Are we going to have some players in a different part of a building or I, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I think that the takeaway could be that we do see some tournaments moved fully online yeah. because now not only can players do this pretty well, like we figured it out, yeah. but also production wise that we feel a lot more comfortable producing a remote tournament mm-hmm. than we did. All I'm saying is I actually like the city of Phoenix, you know, <laughs> I have been to the Desert Botanical Garden, but what if instead of flying a bunch of people to Phoenix, you just had them stay at home? And I'll go to Phoenix on a vacation when I want to go to Phoenix. Uh, Yeah. I actually also had the best, like, vegan blizzard of my life. It was so Do you mean like a Dairy Queen blizzard? It wasn't from a Dairy Queen, obviously. It was from this, like, oh, it was this restaurant. If you live in Phoenix, remind me of the name of this place. I'm such a fan. It was like a vegan restaurant, and next door to it was a vegan ice cream shop. And they made, like, this vegan blizzard. Was it made out of, like, coconut? I don't even know what it was. But Maria, it was so good. Great. It was so good. The food at the restaurant was great. And then I went and had a vegan blizzard and it was also Well, I want to go back there because of also because of Meow Wolf. I want to go Meow Wolf. Oh, that's true. Um, but wait, that's in New Mexico. Oh, well, you know, hop, skip and a chunk. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyways, my point being like there are some of those where it's just like, don't make me go and work in a random American city for a week. <laughs> Let me work from my home. (laughs) Yeah. And so, I mean, like, I think that will happen. I mean, who knows? But that's my current feeling because I think everybody who goes on planes for a living can attest that it's exhausting. It is a real tough life. Um, Here's my vote right now. Okay. So, like, right. Obviously, you have to have some in person for, like, the production aspect. You want to make something that's big, like a huge, big production. Yeah. So I have, like, a couple that are just, like, absolute bangers. Blow it out. Exactly. Like, Hawaii World Championship yes. level of event. Great. And then take, like, the budget that you use for, the like, right, funnel your budget into those and then make a couple of them at home where you don't have to use that money. Yeah. I think that's great. And then everyone that's in person can be, like, that level of stellar. <laughs> Yeah, that's right? a good point. That's a good point. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Some people ask, have you learned anything from doing events remotely, um, you know, casting wise, um, compared to doing them in person? And I will say that doing a show remotely is really tough for the same reasons we talked about doing a podcast remotely is really yeah. tough. You, you might talk over each other. There's latency issues. You are not in the same room, so you can't get a read on who wants to talk when. Yeah. But uh, something that I think will carry over into physical events once those happen again is 
the courtesy we've had to develop for people <laughs> to be able to take their moment to say things and to know when you want somebody else to talk. Um, it's like little uh, like tricks of the trade, which I think this is really on Cedric for um, driving this point home of being like, let's talk about this decks X, Y, and Z. And how about this card, Maria? <laughs> And like, oh, this is just a great Maria, you know, you, and then, you know, yeah, I'm going to say the next words. And I think that's such a small thing, but I think it's something that's going to exist post pandemic, like yeah. being able to f- better navigate the flow of a multi-person segment. Cause sometimes at those news desk segments, we have like six people up there. Yeah. And, that's a lot. um, yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> So, like, I think we will all be better at our jobs because of the extra 10 hurdles that we had to pile on top of them to be able to do it remotely. Yeah. When you've had to jump 10 hurdles at once, you can go back to jumping one hurdle like a pro. That's that's horse facts. And that's, oh, I was thinking of just normal running. (laughs) Like, when horses jump them, they're called fences. Oh. A horse can jump them. So a horse doesn't go do the hurdles. (laughs) I bet could. Something stopping them, I guess. I don't know. I've never, I've, I've only ridden a horse one time. Oh, man. That's great. It I was a horse girl. It, it used its back and it went, boom, and it popped me into the air. <laughs> Is there a word for that? Uh, when they buck? Yeah. And it would, yeah. It um, hurt really bad. <laughs> yeah. I got thrown from a horse. Oh, uh, yes. Um, and broke my shoulder. Yeah. Once upon a time. Yeah. Horse fun, facts. Fun stuff. Horse facts. <laughs> horse gate. Not as fun as pigeon gate. No, not as <laughs> A kid can't carry a horse in his hand through a crowd. No. Oh, man. Like, that's just an image I'm going to remember for the rest of my life. When I think of the Eiffel Tower, that's literally the first thing I think of. A pigeon. Is a kid carrying a pigeon. Oh. So, Maria, what is what is one thing that for you was like marks uh, like a decided difference between pre-pandemic and then during the pandemic? Magic life. Well, I bought a lot of secret layers, Megan. <laughs> Why do you th- like? What do you think? What do you think made it happen? Because you want to feel something. You yeah, know what I, I mean. I get you. Uh, I think a lot of people have actually written about this phenomenon of people shopping during the pandemic because they were yeah. like, "I want something to feel like normal life. I want something to like feel like I used to. You know, whatever. Yeah. You know, just." To recreate some semblance of normalcy. Now, I was not a real big secret lair buyer before the pandemic. Yeah. But at some point, I was like, you know what? We're doing it. I (laughs) really can't explain myself because I'm not somebody who really collects, you know, foils or anything other than for decks I'm using. But anyway, I brought one here today to just be emblematic of a time when I bought three of them in a single sitting. What was I doing? I don't know. But I did it probably because I just wanted a little pick me up. So I brought in my happy little gathering foil edition. <laughs> yeah. I don't uh, even know which one that one is. It's I the can't Bob even Ross name it. one. Oh, of course. So I wanted to show it off for you all because it came in the mail <gasps> just it the other day. really great. And I just wanted to show you. So here's a little bonus, Evolving Wilds. Oh. That came with it. Nice. These ones had their see. little bonus. Yeah. And then their packaging is just very strange. But It also has a Bob Ross art. Oh, that's Bob Ross too? Yeah. Oh, cool. I forgot he did an Evolving Wilds. But yeah. I mean. I mean, he did they, it. They put it on. Bob Ross is like, today we're painting an Evolving hey Wilds. Hey, everyone. Today we're painting an Evolving Wilds. And it even has a Bob Ross quote. 
You don't make mistakes, just happy little accidents. Oh, I didn't know he was on the flavor text. Yeah. That's great. Cute. Yeah, so here's a planes. Wow. We got a couple planes. I hope you can see them at home. <gasps> this is another one. Wow, this is really cool. Uh, here we've got Island, which is like a tropical little island with a palm tree. I want to know like what the negotiation with his estate was like. For no doing clue. This. <laughs> no clue. I drove past a Bob Ross museum. Was it just like, can you imagine being like the estate manager and one day Wizards of the Coast emails you and they're like, hey, hey listen. This is my favorite. The swamp. I've, oh, both of his swamps I really this like. Island. I really like this. Because they're island. very colorful. I can't Ooh. ever remember him painting a swamp on the show, but maybe these are, he didn't paint them on the show. Um, or maybe, maybe just, I'm yeah, not sure. Paintings. But yeah, this swamp is my personal favorite of all of the ones here. Wow, the mountains, really of course, cool. are excellent. Uh, because classic Bob Ross wants to paint some mountains. And, you know, when it comes to forests, you got to have your happy little trees. So there's two forests in here, too. Oh, great. These are so cool. Yeah. I really like this mountain one. What am I going to do with them? That's the real question I for don't myself. Know, Maria. What are you going to do with them? I don't know. I really like them. Yeah. I um, also bought the heavy metal one, um, which Ooh, the, heavy metal one's the cards great also. look incredible. But what am I going to do? <laughs> I don't know. Frame it. <laughs> Buy a little, you know. I need more wall like, space in my house. I need to build several more walls <laughs> for more art. Excuse me, contractor. I just need just you to put, put some a wall walls here. up here. So yeah, this is like I think I want to bring this in because this is just emblematic of the pandemic for me. Like, why yeah. did I do this? I don't really know. Yeah. Am I regretful about it? Not really, but yeah. also why um, remains to be seen. I have had the problem where. I definitely, I do think that my clothes purchasing went up during the pandemic because I used to not be a person who really bought clothes, yeah, many clothes. Yeah. Um, and I mostly bought them from the Salvation Army Target basement. Yeah. Um, which is this amazing <laughs> it's great. basement. It, there's a Salvation Army. They are a terrible organization. But it, there's one that has a basement that's Target overstock yeah. here in Minneapolis because Target Corp is like from you here. You gotta go if you're from Minneapolis. And you go into the basement and it's just Target, Target overstock. In a basement. Exactly. So it's like all the stuff that didn't sell from like just the most recent season yeah. or they have like samples from when they were like trying out clothes. Yep. And so you can have try on like the sample sizes and stuff from things. It's great. Anyways, point is most of my clothes were from stuff like that. <laughs> and I've actually bought real clothes during the pandemic. And Which is I'm, weird because I know there's don't no wear them. Wear them. <laughs> and then so the other day I was trying to like clean out my dresser in my closet. Yeah. Being like. There is just stuff that I know that is in there that needs to be gotten rid of. But it's a bad time to get rid of clothes because you cannot look at something and evaluate it by like, I haven't worn this recently. <laughs> of course you haven't worn it you, recently. Of course you haven't worn nothing. Where have you gone? Yeah. I so true. the first time I tried to wear jeans. You mean hard pants? Yes. And I literally lasted 15 minutes. I know. I just can't. It's really tough trying to get me in hard pants. Yes. I put them on. I did my morning routine as I was talking about and I was sitting playing magic in my living room and I was in the middle of the match and I was like I can't wear these anymore <laughs> well were you putting them on for like something else or were you just like no I'm getting dressed for the I day I was like I'm getting dressed for the day <laughs> I, I no, looked at those, those pants, pants had no yes, chance no I looked at them and I was like oh yeah do you know what I, I can wear a real outfit today no absolutely no. not it's, no it's just a joke it was obscene they were so uncomfortable yeah and they were just normal jeans. They're just normal jeans. And now, and now we're like, I don't know what will happen. I mean, people will gradually go back to hard pants, I think. Yes. But it's going to be a transition. It really is. Uh, it really is. As things start to get better around the world. 
Yeah. It's kind of a weird paradox because you're not wearing many clothes because you're not going out, but clothes prices are the cheapest they've ever been. So you're like, oh, oh hey, what the heck? Yeah. Um, anyway, so. <laughs> yeah. And also I feel like it's that like I'm at home. So like, oh, an email will come through that it's like 20% oh, off of yes, our clearance items. Sure. And it used to be like, I didn't have the time to go and look through it, but now I'm like 20% off clearance. Like, yeah, I'm going to buy just, something. I'm oh, just I'm sitting here. Sitting here. <laughs> They've Whoa. got us. They've got us. They really do. Also, look at my nails. I did an at-home <gasps> manicure. They look great. For the first time ever in my life. They're very cute. Yeah, from like um, Manny Me, if you're yeah. looking for something. Um, <laughs> pandemic. Pandemic, man. Yeah, it has been, it's been so strange, right? And I don't think, like, Strixhaven, right, we probably won't be ready yet to have, you know, real pre-releases yeah, out there. probably not. But, like, sometime this fall. You could be back at your LGS. How do you think you're going to feel like going out those first few times? Terrified. It's going to be. A, I'm going to be so it's scared. It's going to be weird and tough because we haven't had to, speaking as an, even as an extrovert, be in places with lots of human beings for a long yeah. period of time. I haven't had to make small talk in forever. Yep. Small talk. I probably That's don't have that skill again. anymore. That's out the window. Exactly. Smiling at people if I don't actually have a reason to smile. Yeah. I'm just going to be like. This is what my face is. I hope that we don't shake hands again. Ooh, I could go back to never shaking hands. I I really, what I learned over the pandemic about handshaking is that it's it's actually pretty gross. Disgusting. And like, I just, as somebody who gets sick a lot, I would really prefer, we don't need to do this. This is not something that needs to occur, right? Do you all remember the barbaric, disgusting (laughs) days of handshaking? Like, hi, we can do a wave. That will yes. be really cool when you meet somebody or just like, yes, a little nod. Yeah. I acknowledge you. Oh, I would love a little nod. Just a little That's nod. like a great, like. So that is something yeah. like I really am going to actively try mm-hmm. <laughs> to make it a thing post pandemic. Yes. Yeah, so to just be like, hello. Will you be on my team with this yeah. listeners? Honestly, do you know what, Maria? When someone tries to shake my hand, I'll be like, I'm so sorry. I don't actually shake hands because of germs. Like. I've learned about germs a lot. Uh, we've learned, so. we've all learned a lot about germs. What's let's up? Just not do it. Let's like fist yeah. bump if you gotta. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just like hello, hi, yeah. yeah. Wild. Good luck. Good luck. Hi, hello. Do you know what <laughs> I? Wow, wow. Our podcast has been encouraging a high gross. Five. Well, high five is way shorter than a handshake. You're right, it is. I don't, there's like less contact. There's less surface area covered. Yeah. Like interviewing for a new job, like the boss is like, welcome to the company. And I'm like, boom, put it up, up top. <laughs> I don't do that anymore, bruh. What's up? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's, so that's my yeah. change. I'm hoping, we. so we've talked about it, hoping that some tournaments stay online. Yep. Handshake's gone. Do you know what? I, you are not going to be able to get me to stop wearing a mask in the winter. I mean. In Minnesota. I, I, just, had, I didn't get a cold this winter. This winter, I also like got in the practice of, I would just put it on before I left my house because it's so cold here. Yeah, yeah, And you know too. what? My face has never been so warm in the winter. It is really nice in the winter. It's great. Yeah, I, I hope that, you know, we've, we saw it at Magic events, some players yes. wearing masks that are sick. I would love if that continued. Yes, exactly. Honestly, I would... In general, appreciate, I think, a higher level of mask wearing. Yeah. Staying home if you're sick, I think, is more acceptable yes, now. Absolutely. Um, um, yeah. Yeah, I think that's a big one for me. 
And after like the him. game, you don't have to offer the handshake. You can mm-hmm. offer you can offer the bump hey. or the wave. Peace sign. Yep, exactly. <laughs> I wish there was a way to make the planeswalker symbol with your fingers. Oh man, how many like things does it have? Five. But it has five, but the ones on the end are why can I not isn't your hand already kind of a planeswalker symbol? So just do this. Boom. Oh wait, no, it goes up. Exactly. Why am I going down with it? Planeswalker. Look, hear me out. Your hand is already kind of a planeswalker symbol. Okay, so this is what we're gonna do, like Or like the oath. You're just like oath of oath of whatever planeswalkering. We'll we'll workshop this. I just look like I'm at a trial swearing (laughs) to tell the truth. Do you think if I ever have to do jury duty, they let myself swear in on my boggle stack? I think that you're, aren't you allowed to choose? I think you are. I really hope so, Maria. <laughs> also, I don't think you as a jury person get sworn in, so you would have to be called oh, to testify. Juries don't get to swear in. They don't, well, I suppose they're, they're, not providing they're testimony. only saying one truth at the end. <laughs> <laughs> And it's not even one truth. It's one opinion. opinion. Oh, boom. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. The American justice system has flaws. Before we go, Ultra Pro. Hey, everybody. Uh, we've got one of their beautiful magic deck boxes for call time, which has a cool snow logo on it embossed yes. into the deck box. And if you open it up, you can see the planeswalker symbol, which we've tried to create with our hands this episode. I'm just saying your hand is naturally a planeswalker <laughs> symbol. Think about it. Embossed on the inside of this deck, which I think deck box yeah. is really cool. And it's all magnetic. So boom, oh, boom. it just looks great. It feels great. It does. Oh, very cool. Plus, you can also get it with some sick call time sleeves. Yeah. So if this is one of your favorite sets, if you're like, I really love the metal theme, uh, mm-hmm. the cool Viking the flavor, theme, um, perhaps consider the having snow. some the snow. We're getting a snowstorm in Minnesota today, so it is top of mind, everybody. Yes. But consider getting some call time stuff um, yeah. before we move on to the next set, because I think the stuff that Ultra Pro created around it is so beautiful. Yeah, it's really, 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 really pretty stuff. And, you know, who doesn't want to remember a snowfall before spring? I, I know. <laughs> well, everybody, that's this episode of Good Luck High Five. That's right. Thank you to everyone for joining us on this year in review. Yeah. This little reflection back on just one of the strangest years that has been lived yeah that is very very true and we lived through it yeah we did wild um um yeah so thank you so much to everyone who has helped us get through this wild year by being a patron over at patreon.com slash glhf magic as well as to both of our incredible sponsors again for helping us get through this wild year uh cardkingdom.com slash glhf and ultra pro yeah 100 percent uh next week we'll probably get you ready for the call time championship that's coming up which is standard and historic Mm -hmm. um and so we'll talk about what are the top decks in those formats if you've been wanting to try them out if you're just like oh i want to tune in and know what's up uh we'll get you prepped for that uh some exciting stuff i love a good tournament yeah. Um, and yeah, hopefully the snow that we're getting here will melt within a matter of hours. It better be gone immediately. <laughs> Megan's like, I don't want to walk outside and see any snow on no, the ground. I better not see it. All right, snow, you've been put on notice. <laughs> <Good book. Yeah. laughs>